This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome back to another episode. Today is September 12th, 2023. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. In today's episode, we'll hear from a few players. First, Malik Aulabi Bellawu, who shared his thoughts on the foam bobby beards, as well as how the league feels different this season as Forge approaches the playoffs. Later on, Seba comes on to talk about his injury recovery process and the mental barriers that come with it. But before we get to all that, let's talk CPL news because Gatorade Team of the Week for Week 22 has just been released. And we've got no Forge players, only four teams were recognized here. Vancouver, Halifax, Cavalry, and Valor FC. So ahead of this week's match against Valor, I thought it would be a good idea to point out some of the players, you know, just to give you context for who to watch out for this Sunday. I mentioned yesterday that Valor took home a big win over at York Lions Stadium this past weekend. Goalkeeper Ryan Yesley was the first to be recognized post-game in an interview with Christian Jack for the CPL. He made some big stops for Valor to help them secure that 3-1 victory. Also, number six, defender Dante Campbell for Valor played a big part in this win. He opened up the scoring for Valor, then created three more chances and won eight of his 10 1v1s. And Campbell, by the way, named CPL Player of the Week on Sunday, so this would be the third time this year it's gone to a Valor player. And lastly, someone I've talked about on this podcast before, captain for Valor FC, Diego Gutierrez. He scored the second goal on Friday and won possession 10 times during an impressive attacking and defensive performance this weekend. So with that win, Valor currently sits 7th with 23 points. However, they've still got 5 games left in the season and they can't be counted out because 15 more points are available and maximizing that point opportunity would get them to 38 by the end of the season. And currently, Ottawa, who sit in 5th place, have 32. So the playoffs for Valor are not out of reach by any means. Now, with the standings as close as they are, I should mention that the first tiebreaker will be win total, followed by goal differential, and then goals for. While Forge and Pacific are tied for second with 36 points altogether, technically Pacific still hang on to that second place spot with a goal differential of plus 10, while Forge sit with plus 6. All right, let's move on to my conversations with some Forge players post-practice. Beginning with Malik, I had to start by bringing up that photo of him and Kwesi wearing the orange beards at practice last week. If you haven't seen it, it's on the Forge Instagram, and I, I highly recommend that you go take a look. There's a photo of you and Kwesi wearing the orange foam beards for Bobby's 150th match. <laughs> you were one of the first people to jump and like offer to put it on. So. Um, well, I originally put it on inside before training. During the oh, video. you already tried it. So uh, what I was thinking is that... Uh, I'm no longer Malik, and I'm now uh, Bobby Smirniola. <laughs> so I was just thinking about what we're going to do for the game. And yeah, that was about it. Did you see all the kids running around at your game on Saturday wearing them? Yeah, I saw... Actually, no, I didn't see a bunch of kids. I saw a bunch of Bobbies <laughs> at the game. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice to see. Obviously, it was his 150th game, so 
Um, it was a nice little way to celebrate that that also like included the mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. and then yeah it was a good little joke as well yeah it was a really good turnout this weekend i think about seven thousand forge fans were there um some of which were wearing foam bobby beards but what can you say about home field advantage overall and the importance of getting that especially going into the playoffs as everyone knows this part of the season is really tricky we need a uh, every every point we can get and having that atmosphere was good for us. Um, it helped the team perform. They gave us a lot of energy and obviously made it a lot harder for Cavalry to perform as well. Me personally, like seeing, being as I was the left back right beside them, right, um, right. a lot of their words of encouragement and cheering like helped me push on through the game, especially in the later, memo- later moments of the game when uh, you know I was getting tired and things like that. But yeah, we're yeah. going to need that not only for the rest of the regular season, but for the postseason as well, where, you know, you have to win. It's no longer about, mm-hmm. you know, getting a draw and moving on mm-hmm. to the next game. Mm-hmm. Every game is important to, to push through and win another championship. So so now collecting your ninth tie of the season and seeing the competitiveness around the league, looking back at your season last year, what do you think feels different about this season, if anything? I'd say a difference that I've noticed is that a lot of the other teams have come together more and have improved. Um, in comparison to last year I'd say for us not really much has changed Mm -hmm. we have more or less the same team minus like a couple new additions in Benny and Manny Um, but I'm not too sure Um, this year I don't know it took us a little minute to you know refine ourselves I'd say it was the best start we've had in Forge history from what I've been told and from what I saw last year but um, we had that little rocky period midway through the season which has happened last year, but this year it took us a little bit longer to, to get out of that that bad run of games. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the biggest thing I've noticed is that there's been a big improvement from all the other teams in the league. Like, as 100%. you look at the table now, yeah. even down to 8th, 7th, 6th place, like they're still in a run. If they have a good run of the games, they can still get into the playoffs. Well, yeah, the two bottom teams in the league just beat... York and Atletico who were sitting toward the top so you're right they're they're all starting to catch up and in particular Cavalry because we've seen them as well more so in the later half of this season come into form what do you what can you point out about their style of play that has been so effective and difficult to break down um well I'd say as we talked about well their home advantage is really good the atmosphere there helps them you know perform and win games but I'd say the biggest thing for them is just their ability to, to close out games and just win games, which we've struggled with a bit, especially at home. But, um, yeah, their play style hasn't really been too much damage to us. You saw in the last game, they, they had zero shots on goal. Mm-hmm. But, um, again, yeah, it's that ability to battle and, and win those important games at home or win those important games or get points from those important games away as well. So. Um, for them, that's what's gone well for them, and that's why they are where they are. But I still have faith in us that you know we can to, we can climb the table and take that first spot. I mean, like you said, they had zero shots on target on Saturday. So now looking ahead to your match against Valor, what do you think would be important to carry into that one? Well, I'd say from the players' perspective, I noticed that we were very together in the last game. We were fighting for each other a lot more than usual and that kind of helped everyone continue to battle through the game as it got tighter and later into the stages of the game but um, 
I think the biggest thing for us is just going there and taking care of business. When we played them in the past, we haven't had the best record against them, especially at their home turf. But uh, something that we have to change around if we want to come first. So when we go there, we just have to put the ball in the back of the net more than they do, and then show the same defensive uh, performance that we did last game. Now moving on to my chat with Seba, we discussed his recovery process as he is finally back to full health, and he started by explaining what exactly happened to him in the preseason, and then some of the lingering challenges looking to these upcoming matches. I got injured during preseason in March. Uh, What I did was my shoulder, to be exact, it was my AC joint, so it's what connects my shoulder and my collarbone. Mm -hmm. The last maybe six months, I've been doing rehab for it, and then just last week I got cleared. The good thing is I was doing a lot of training before that, just non-contact stuff, so it kind of helped me staying shape in shape. I was also doing runs on the side, right? Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't say not much has really changed because, like, I've been doing most of training, so yeah. that's the good part. But, yeah, like, getting into challenges and stuff like that, uh, it affects, like, the mental side a bit, right, because you're not used to it. And you, you're still thinking kind of the shoulder injury, so just little by little, you know, ch- small challenges first, and then you kind of build yourself towards the bigger challenges, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. mannies and stuff. (laughs) The mannies of the game, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the past couple months have been a frustrating one for you having to kind of step aside and recover, but what do you feel like you have learned in the process or what have you been able to take away from it? Yeah, so it's it's been difficult, as you said, but I've been able to see the game from, you can say, an outside perspective, right? Uh, Since I was usually involved, right, you wouldn't really get to see the, the game from afar. So it's helped me in that kind of sense, like picture what like what the team's been doing and maybe what we can improve on, but also just maybe mature because like it's still kind of young, right? So like, <laughs> going through something like that, I could have just whined True. And, yeah. whined and not really like gone on board with the rehab and stuff like that. So it's helped me like understand like the that side of the game, like not the side you really want to be on, mm-hmm. but everyone goes through it. So yeah. maybe getting it at a younger age maybe it's helped me grow as a person yeah 100 percent. now looking ahead to the coming matches how do you feel like obviously you said it's going to be tough to jump right back into it because of that mental barrier but what's the thought process to be honest you just have to go after it if it happens if if something happens then it happens it's part of the game right you can't really be too focused on that because then you won't be able to to play well right so just keep playing doing what what I do and then yeah. something happens Jump something happens yeah you can't you can't really look at that side of stuff even though maybe it, it plays on the back of your mind a bit but you just I think stuff. it's gonna be one of those things where like once you get one under your belt yeah yeah like and also like the adrenaline yeah when you're playing you don't really you don't think, really think about it yeah. maybe before and after you do but during the game you're not gonna be like mid-touch you're gonna be like oh shit sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel that. It's something in the game that you don't really realize. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's it's almost like the anticipation is worse than the actual like, yeah, playing. Like itself. most things in life, yeah. anticipation is usually the worst part. True, <laughs> true. Okay, thank you, Seba. All right, thank you very much. So very, very exciting stuff for Seba to be back finally training in full. That's all I have for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode of Behind the Beard and then Forge Daily the following day on Thursday. So I will talk to you then and have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. 